this is Howard Scrumwell, and I'm talking to you from the training camps of Agile Framework Fight Night. Here, there are teams from Safe, Less, Fast, Agile, and Dad working out, preparing for the upcoming fight. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, the main event, let's get ready to scale Agile. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. Come on, Dad. You've been working really hard. You've been working out every day. You're so disciplined, Dad. Let's go, Dad. Go in the Less ring. Get him, more. Dad. Less is more. Less is more. Come Less on, is more. Mom. You get in there and you beat him to a pulp, Mom. For all those that are doing safe, are you doing safe as the book said, or are you struggling with safe? Can I see any hands on struggling with the implementation of safe? Nobody wants to recognize that? I would challenge that and say, who is it cha challenged any single day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Natural in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody yeah. But once again, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. I often say that what we do at our company happens to resemble things that are represented safe, but we never, as a company, set out to do safe. So mm -hmm. I think sometimes the are you struggling to do safe is actually, we are just struggling to figure out how to do things and some things start to look like safe at times, so. Good. I don't think there's any reason why somebody can't leverage every framework, right? Yeah. Everybody has valuable practices and like principles, otherwise you wouldn't have a whole book for yourself. Yeah. So I think every single framework has value. I, I think fast has value, yeah. safe has value, I think less has value, I think dad has value, although I've found most people to use it for Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what basically dad say, you know, we have practices, we need to use it, and they're all common if you think about it. So, and just in case, I'm creating a meetup about Seattle Discipline Agile just to talk about the dynamics of uh, methods and process. So I will add though that whenever I see problems within my company, I can go to an article on the SAFE website and just address Mm -hmm. the issue that they're talking about. So if we would just implement, we would basically cover all of the issues that we are mm -hmm. causing ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Because they're based on human yeah. ways of doing things. And it's just a collection of how humans operate. Someone to take that. care of the things that how, don't do well. Yeah. I, I would add, like, how, how would biased humans operate? Correct. So I mean, that's the struggle, right? We're always constantly going against biases. Ooh, can I can I get in on this one? Right. You used the key word on <laughs> I think embedded in each of these are assumptions about human nature. And 
One of the things that, um, that SAFE does to solve collaboration problems is introduce hierarchy. And so they fit in organizations and frames of mind where, well, of course, we've got these two people that are parallel, and how are they going to collaborate? We're going to introduce a product manager over them in order to do that. And we've got these teams that are working in parallel. How are we going to do it? We're going to put a program layer on top of that. Nope, oh, now we've got a bunch of programs. How are we going to do that? We're going to put a value stream on top of that. And we introduce hierarchy in order to solve that problem. This is actually one of the things that Les does deliberately does not do. And there are lots of places where instead of that we say, no, collaborate. I know that's hard, but collaborate. Don't introduce a level of hierarchy in order to do that. And there's an assumption there around human nature that we can get a group of people to work together collaboratively toward a goal without some hierarchy. So there's um, some, some uh, different assumptions about how people and organizations work that are built into these frameworks. I'm not sure that I would say there's hierarchy that's being introduced, yeah. but a, uh, um, folks who help to create context and then make the context known by folks under, uh, underneath, and that suggests hierarchy by the larger The larger group, give them context so they can make more decisions in their own local context. Okay. And, and, and from a less perspective now, and from a fast perspective, I mean, what do you think about? Do you want to introduce someone who has a broader view in order to solve some of these problems? No, if, if fast, fast agile within that tribe, right? There is, there's no real hierarchy. It's not like, for example, the product director is in charge of the tribe. They're not. They're in charge of the product definition, the doing the work of defining the work. That's what they do. The other people do the work of writing the code or the work of writing the documentation or whatever it is. And I would suggest SAFE doesn't say, say that those people are in charge of anything. No. Right. They're in charge of the product definition, right. creating the context, and then other, the people that are the masses are getting up, making a, becoming aware, and so that they can make more decisions. So I am a huge fan of the idea of fast putting stuff up on the wall and allowing people to gravitate towards that and pull it down from the wall and work on it. And I don't think that you can't take that concept and apply it to any of these. What I want to say is actually directly related to something you just, oh. you just mentioned. And it's really subtle because you said we avoid collaboration by creating hierarchy because collaboration is difficult. And I think that there's a, a two different ways to interpret collaboration is difficult. One is human nature collaboration mm -hmm. is difficult. But two, and I think some of the reasons why the hierarchy exists, because collaboration is difficult because it's time consuming when you have to do it on an individual, ongoing, large-scale basis. So I do think that democratization of information is what empowers everyone at the front lines to make decisions independently and move quickly. But the investment in that amount of sharing of information and continued collaboration across a large number of people is very disheartening to leadership because they can't see delivered, productable, produced things when all of that is, is going on in sense making or in, in connection making. So I think it's not just I, I want to avoid the uncomfortable human nature part of collaboration, so let's create hierarchy. I think there's a little bit of it doesn't feel very productive. Let's solve that problem with hierarchy so that we can be more prescriptive about the work and it just gets churned through. So. Let me let me follow up on the that and say my point is actually working with SAFE, you can add that to help. Now, in one of your comments, collaboration, we decided that we needed to stop project status reports. 
So in my group, what we did is we took the whole one wall and we put all the different epics and work that happened, including the work for the developers, the QAs, and everything. And each team has their own walls. But that is a single place of pollinating communication and collaboration with the teams. And we do it in about 15 minutes, sometimes 10. We go through all that, looking for the aha moments where somebody was working something and I didn't know, and it just shows right there. That works very well for us. Is that daily or? What? We started daily, and then we move it to two days a week, once again, improving the value of the meeting. Okay, one more answer to right. this little thing. Yeah, so, so in relation to the hierarchy, I, I would also ask um, if there is potentially some value in having a structure that enables collaboration, because I would argue that in many organizations such as mine, where it's still highly siloed by a functional organization, where collaboration is actually not only discouraged, but enforced to not be, mm -hmm. whereby developers are not allowed to talk to other developers, literally. You yes. talk to your manager, the manager goes over and talks, escalate up, then over, and then Right, down. you gotta go up two or three layers yeah, before and, it and comes back down. Right. Yeah. And so literally, that's, so then you go from that to now saying, hey, we're gonna move into more of a collaborative type, uh, you know, way of working. So go, just start collaborating. And then people are like, what are you talking about? I don't know how to do this, right? And so that's where I've seen the value in creating some structure by which people can gradually start learning how to be more collaborative. Um, so that, that's just one thought I had in terms of like, sometimes it's helpful to get away from where they're at in these functional silos to more of a structured way of collaborating because they may not have been born into a culture whereby people are allowed to talk to other people. So that's interesting to me because it sounds like you're saying that developers can't talk to developers, and and, and to me that's that's sort of foreign because uh, you know we we so. Well, what what country is this? The country I'm in, the yeah. country of uh, functional. Oh, okay, functional functional organization. Because what you're what you, uh, I've never been in a company. I've been told those kinds of things, but I've never actually been stopped from trying to talk to other developers. So I'm wondering if that's more habitual, and uh, and I don't know where the hand the wrist slapping goes on, but it's been invisible to me. So it seems to me it's generally a, something happens where people decided, collabor uh, implicitly and collaboratively that this is just the way it is, and this is what we do. It's it's often instituted as a way to uh, decrease interruptions. At least that's what um, they think they're doing. That's true. It's heavily represented in the largest organization in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I'm a weirdo. I just walk over and talk to people. And <laughs> okay. I, I just like to add something on that because I think, <laughs> I, think, I think the basic principle of just doing agile is collaboration. So I think we're missing the, the whole agile train. And scaling is just after you know, you're, you've done your strong or um, or you know, what do you call it, sorry. Um, sprints or, or Scrum or Agile properly. And so I think maybe you're not transformed yet. Because uh, collaboration should have been the basic thing that would have happened. Sure. Can I answer so, my question? Yep. Okay. <laughs> my question was, what's the hardest part for firms trying to adapt the framework? I'm just going to answer that question myself. It has nothing to do with the roles. 
it is about just what we're talking. It's about making change in the organization. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna assert that that's the hardest part about any of these because I hardly disagree with dealing about anything. But I want to say I disagree that people find it difficult to collaborate. Give me any eight people and I can get them playing a game in ten minutes. I think it's it's in work right. in professional scenarios where we need to be judged on our productivity and, and our smarts and am I a fast, brilliant coder or things there is all these additional So what we have to do is and this is my question, how does in, in implementing your framework, how do we do the hard work of breaking down these impediments, these barriers we put, these unnatural barriers we put between people cooperating and working, which fundamentally underlies all this. How do we make that change in an organization that doesn't work that way today? Yeah. And so um, I don't know that I have an official answer for this on less, but your question is what aspect is hardest for firms adopting your framework? Um, but I'll tell you how I've done it in that case. So um, one of the hardest things is exactly this. It's the ad hoc collaboration. Um, they're like, well, what do we, what do, we do? Is there, is there, is there a meeting? Um, um, you know, and, and they're, they're at a loss for the guidance. Um, and it's like, uh, and less's guidance is, do what makes sense, do the collaboration that you need in order to deliver. Um, but without that sort of framework, they, people are sometimes stumble around with what to do with that. And so I, um, what I've done, and I don't know if boss, this is the boss vote approved method, but what I've done is I've walked them through it. So, okay, we've done the sprint planning here. Okay, you see these stories and these stories that you're working on, which teams are those, let's get those teams together. And then in the middle of the sprint, they're like, oh, we don't know what that other team is doing. Well, hey, let's walk over there and talk to them. So um, I just literally walk them through the collaborative motions that Les is encouraging, but, that, um, but, the, but the ad hoc nature of that and the requirement for collaboration is actually sometimes a struggle. I would agree that permission, permission to change is really, really difficult in some organizations. Even when you're talking about shared goals, we're working on the same project, we're at the same agenda. The idea that it's okay to take responsibility for making a change that other people working on our same code base may not be aware of or have had a chance to to give input to. So we have a condition like where you've got front-end developers and services developers that need to work together to deliver a, an integrated piece of value. Well, there's all this angst about what if service developers making changes for that piece of value are talking to the other services developers? Would your God, you might threaten the consistency and the value of the platform if we're not working most closely with other services developers. So the permission to say we care about the outcome and we will find the ways we will maintain the consistency for the platform in other ways than in the project or in the delivery of the slice of value. That's a that's a cross-cutting concern that also needs to be attended to. But that permission to actually step outside those boundaries of what, you know, as you were saying, people just have come to expect is the culture or the, the norm. That's because you know that as soon as you're successful, actually getting this cross-functional team to collaborate and say, okay, we're really gonna go do this. And one question like this arises in someone's mind, somebody's gonna say, no, you can't do that. You can't make that change that system or you guys can't agree on that. And somebody else will come along and say, well, what you need is a guild, and so we'll just, we'll give you a, a structure and a framework for that, but, or, you could go talk to each other, right? I, I'm, I would love to know what fast, what's hard about adopting fast. That's interesting because one of these cards is really important for fast, okay? Um, 
FAST has four prerequisites. In other words, if you want to do FAST, your organization needs to meet these four prerequisites. I'll read the first three kind of quickly because it's not directly to this question. Um, the first three are have a mindset congruent with FAST values and principles. Stop doing what doesn't work. Show caution and willingness to experiment. Those are the first three prerequisites. The fourth prerequisite is meet the facilities and personnel requirements. For example, if you're going to have a marketplace every two days, you have to have a room adequate to do a marketplace every two days. Okay? When you know, people are going to do swarming, swarming on a story for two days, it might be three people, it might be eight people that are swarming on a story. They have to have a place to go work together. Right, so there's the marketplace is what kind of construct? It's for the marketplace is the is the uh, the iteration review feedback and planning construct, right? So one of these cards that came up here is which of your frameworks is easy best to implement in a multi-country, multicultural environment where dev teams can be geographically spread and local variations hard to control? Fast can't do this. Fast says your tribe is co-located. And, and, that's, and that's just very clear from experience. We know that it's very hard, it's not impossible, but it's very hard to get teams that are distributed in multiple time zones and different cultures and all that. It's very hard to get them into a high-performing state. And FAST just says, well, don't do that. We're going to be co-located. What if they're co-located, cross-functional teams dispersed across the world? That's the same way I, that's the way I coach Scrum. It's okay. so like, don't have Scrum team members in St. Petersburg and Phoenix and Seattle. Right. Have a team in Seattle and a team in Phoenix and a team in St. Petersburg, right. right? Same with FAST, have a tribe in St. Petersburg, a tribe in Seattle and wherever. Agile Grande teaches you systems thinking through dramatic storytelling, such as Carter takes a job to improve a logistics company's adaptability, but efforts to scale agile practices are being blocked by Mr. Chernesky, a vice president who's organized the company into siloed pigeonholes in order to secretly make millions with a dark web shipping service. Carter's life is in danger, he goes underground, and a spy agency hunts for him. When Carter uses systems thinking, systems modeling, and organizational change to save his company and his life, you get to learn how to apply that to your organization as well. Get your free copy of Agile Grande at leanpub.com. Next episode, the Fight Night panel gets fight back from the audience with questions about distributed Agile. I wrote the original question about the multicultural, multi-country. I'm a bit disturbed by the, uh, yeah, I'm a bit disturbed by what three of you are very aligned on is that uh, these frameworks don't really work uh, well for multi-locations. You've all more or less said various versions so, of keep it all together. 
but I kind of question what the hell is the point? What, what company needs this so, so. developers that is only in one place? Coming up in the next episode and the last episode of this Agile Fight Night series.